Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this Xbox podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's Xbox gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite, tell a friend, and leave a review. Xboxintent.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxintent. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were The Elder Scrolls Online Dragonhold, Shadow of the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, Just Dance 2020, and Need for Speed Heat. The games coming out this week are Romancing Saga 3, Bee Simulator, Yaga, Bridge Constructor Portal Portal Proficiency, Fractured Minds, Velfaris, Spider Solitaire F, Sparklight, Tokyo Warfare Turbo, Woven, and of course, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I cannot wait for this game. Also released on November 7th was Subnautica for Xbox Game Pass for console. Now on to last week's biggest news stories and we have 8 to cover this week. Number 1. Xbox's XO19 event. Over 24 playable titles will be on the show floor. Logan Plant at IGN writes, Microsoft announced a list of games that will be playable at the XO19 event in London. The show floor will include upcoming AAA titles, indie games, and first-party Xbox games that are already out. In total, Microsoft said that over 24 titles will be at XO19. Xbox Game Studios will have 8 games on the show floor, including Rare's Battletoads Reboot, Minecraft Dungeons, and Bleeding Edge from Ninja Theory. Microsoft is also bringing its most popular franchises to the show with the already released Gears 5 and Halo Master Chief Collection. The full list of titles include Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition, Battletoads, Bleeding Edge, Cyber Shadow, Doom Eternal, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, Forager, Forza Horizon 4 LEGO Speed Champions, Gears 5, Halo Master Chief Collection, Haven, Level Ahead, Microsoft Flight Simulator, Minecraft Dungeons, Fogs, Project Resistance, Roller Champions, She Dreams Elsewhere, Skatebird, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Streets of Rage 4, The Good Life, Tunic, and Wasteland 3. In addition to the playable games, XO19's Inside Xbox presentation will include new game details and announcements. We can all watch it on Microsoft's Inside Xbox livestream on IGN on November 14th at 3pm Eastern, along with a live post-show featuring guests from Xbox including Phil Spencer. As always, I get hyped up with these live streams and really any press conference. Hopefully we're going to get some exciting new games revealed and maybe another purchase of a new studio. It will also be good to see all the impressions from the journalists there that will be playing some of the games we've listed and some of the games specifically that have not released yet. Number 2. Microsoft are hiring for key Xbox Game Studios positions. Heidi Nicholas at True Achievements writes, Quote, there's never been a better time to join Team Xbox, reads the listing for a PR manager for Xbox Game Studios. Gaming is a major growth area for Microsoft as we realize our vision to empower every gamer to play the games they want with the people they want wherever they are, to fuel growth, unannounced titles, as well as the next chapters of iconic franchises like Halo, Forza, and Gears, are in development from 15 Xbox Game Studios and Project Scarlet, the next generation Xbox console, and game streaming with Project xCloud are on the horizon. The focus on unannounced titles and Project Scarlet suggests Microsoft are gathering strength for a big push for Xbox Game Studios next year ahead of the release of the next-gen console. Microsoft's Professions page has several listings. There's a director for Xbox Content Portfolio to lead teams responsible for PR of the Xbox Game Studios, a global brand manager for consoles, accessories, Xbox Game Pass, Xbox Live Gold, and Xbox Experiences, and a product marketing manager to help with global marketing strategies. With each role, there seems to be a push for high-profile marketing strategies and an overall goal of guiding attention towards Xbox Game Studios, Xbox Game Pass, and Xbox Live Gold. 
It's nice to see this huge push with Xbox and Microsoft for hiring key positions surrounding their next-gen plans for Project Scarlet and all their various brands in Xbox Live, Xbox Game Pass, and Xbox Game Studios. At a time where Sony seems to be reshuffling a lot of their key positions and losing a lot of their major players over the last few years, it's nice to see that Xbox is really pushing for hiring some new blood and focus around these next-gen offerings. Number 3. Call of Duty Modern Warfare gets two new maps, Hardpoint Mode, and Battle Pass in December. Andrew Smith at IGN writes, A stream of new content is headed to Call of Duty Modern Warfare this Friday, November 8th. Additionally, Activision revealed that the new Battle Pass system is set to be implemented later this year in December. Per tomorrow's update, fans will be treated to two new maps and will see the addition of the Hardpoint game mode. Activision and Infinity Ward have decided to get rid of its traditional Season Pass system and opt into a Battle Pass instead. The decision to get rid of the Season Pass means that future map additions and game modes will come to all players on all platforms for no extra cost. Per Activision's announcement on Twitter, the first two post-launch maps set to come to Call of Duty Modern Warfare are called Shoot House and Krovnik Farmland, one of which was revealed in a leak earlier this week. The new maps will be accompanied by the addition of Hardpoint Mode, which forces players to try and take control of changing hardpoint locations. The new Shoot House map, per an in-game announcement, aims to put players in close-quartered combat and will be available as a multiplayer map. The Krovnik Farland map, on the other hand, will only be playable in the Ground War game mode. Next month, the first ever Call of Duty Battle Pass will be brought to the game in efforts to keep loot boxes far away from the series. Details on how exactly the Battle Pass will work are still scarce, but Activision has confirmed that the Battle Pass will offer free and premium streams of content. You can expect more details on the Modern Warfare Battle Pass in the coming weeks as the year comes to a close. It really seems like Infinity Ward and Activision are doing actually everything right with the game this year. Very exciting for fans. Number 4, some more COD news. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 1.07 update addresses loud footsteps, claymores, and more. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, A new update for Call of Duty Modern Warfare is about to be released that addresses a number of issues including weapon tuning, footstep sounds, and changes to claymores. Infinity Ward Senior Communications Manager Ashton Williams posted a tweet confirming the update is rolling out over the next few days. We don't have an official patch note list as of yet, but co-designer director for multiplayer Joe Sesset has hinted at what's to be expected. Footsteps have already added an update in Modern Warfare, but it looks like they will be getting another fix. Players have also found that the 725 shotgun in the game is a significantly overpowered and have been using it as a sniper rifle, even attaching a scope to the weapon. Fans have been calling for a fix and have even asked Williams on Twitter if Infinity War tends to bring an update to the 725 shotgun in the latest patch. Williams replied, if testing goes well, yes. Hopefully a fix that 725 will be included in this update. Data miners have recently dug through the game's code and found that the Modern Warfare could possibly be getting around 40 new maps and 23 new game modes, although nothing yet has been confirmed by Infinity Ward. Good on Infinity Ward for addressing some of these issues with the game in this update, as I have even noticed some of them. It's also very exciting to see if this data mining leak could be real, because 40 new maps and 23 game modes is a lot. Number 5. Ukulele Studio Shoots Down Microsoft Buyout Talk Tom Phillips at Eurogamer writes, Playtonic Games, developer of Ukulele and its recent sequel, has squashed speculation it is being bought by Microsoft. In a statement posted to Twitter today, the UK-based studio apologized to fans for being excited by the idea its team was working on a new Banjo-Kazooie game under the Xbox Game Studios umbrella. Playtonic, of course, was founded by former Rare staff who cut their teeth on the studio's library of classics including Banjo and Donkey Kong Country. Said Playtonic, quote, We're sorry if this isn't what you want to hear from us. At first we found it amusing at Brian's bag is being used as serious evidence, but we reckon it wouldn't be fair if we didn't set the record straight. Talk of Playtonic being bought blew up on Reset Era yesterday. Evidence included the recent hiring of X-Rare developer Ed Bryan, a photo Brian had tweeted of an old Microsoft-branded bag, and the recent registration of Playtonic under a slightly different company name. 
Although they have confirmed it, I guess we'll get the real truth of it after the XO19 Inside Xbox presentation, but it could be another diverse addition to the Xbox Game Studios catalog for people famous for 3D platformers. Number 6. The Outer Worlds Patch 1.1.1.0 will fix the tiny text issue. Heidi Nicholas at True Achievements writes, The Outer Worlds has proved highly popular since its release and has been impressively non-buggy. The only minor issues were a minuscule font size, which made subtitles and conversations quite hard to read without squinting, a crashing issue, and an issue where companions would die in modes other than Supernova. Companions are only supposed to die permanently on Supernova mode, so having this happen on other difficulties could be frustrating, especially when it caused companion quests to fail. Luckily, Obsidian are releasing patch 1.1.0 sometime next week to fix the game's few issues. I wanted to highlight this as the tiny text issue was one that I have found with the game in my time playing it, and since the game has been so popular, with Obsidian now also being an Xbox Game Studios developer, can't wait to see what they do under the brand and what they'll bring to our platform exclusively on next gen. Number 7. Epic finally brings a harpoon gun to Fortnite. Andrew Smith at IGN writes, Fortnite Chapter 2 has been full of surprises thus far, ever since the Black Hole event which essentially shut down the game for almost 48 hours, Epic is seemingly striving to make Chapter 2 a mysterious one. With the new version of Fortnite well underway, it seems Epic is still holding tight to the version's mystery theme. After queuing up the game earlier today, Reddit user Episode 8 Script stumbled across a harpoon gun, something that fans have been wanting for a while now. The new Fortnite harpoon gun is a rare blue item and holds 10 shots, similar to the old grappler weapon. There doesn't seem to be a way to refill ammo. Instead, you'll need to find another harpoon gun to have 10 fresh shots. The harpoon gun does 75 damage to players and 150 damage to structures. Additionally, if you hit a player with the harpoon gun, it'll fling them closer to you, so be ready to switch weapons and deal some more damage after landing your initial hit. Aside from dealing damage, the Fortnite harpoon gun can also be used to fish. Instead of using fishing poles, players can fire the gun into any body of water and instantly pull out a catch. This could also be quite useful if you find yourself needing a quick boost while on a run, as eating fish gives you a nice little health or shield increase. I myself have not actually jumped into Fortnite Chapter 2, but for all those interested, some more updates and new weapons to play with. And number 8. More of an entertainment news story, but I wanted to highlight it on this show. The Halo TV series rounds out its cast as it nears production. Matthew Olsen at usgamer.net writes, with its debut scheduled for just over a year from now, it appears that Showtime's Halo television series will be ready to start filming soon. Two key characters from the original Halo trilogy have just been cast in the show, alongside a new character with intriguing ties to the Covenant. Danny Sapani will play Captain Jacob Keyes, and Olive Gray will play his daughter, Dr. Miranda Keyes. Introduced in Halo and Halo 2 respectively, Jacob and Miranda Keyes are essential to the story of Bungie's original Halo trilogy. It isn't made obvious in the games, but according to Halo canon, Miranda's mother is Dr. Catherine Halsey, creator of both Cortana and the Spartan program. Natasha Mikkelholm will portray both Halsey and Cortana in the Halo TV series. I wanted to include this for all the Microsoft Halo fans out there, and it, it seems like this Halo television series is finally actually happening. Who knew? As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is about the XO19 event itself. So this is pulled right from Wikipedia, but I wanted to highlight it as the event will be happening this week. X, sometimes called the XO Events, is an annually held trade show hosted by Microsoft, showcasing its Xbox portfolio of hardware, software, and services. The history of the events have been as followed. XO1 was in October of 2001, XO2 September 2002, XO3 in September of 2003, they then skipped a year and held XO05 in October of 2005, 
X06 in September of 2006, and we didn't have another event until last year's X018 in November of 2018, and now this year, November 2019, X019. I can't wait, and I hope that Microsoft, and it seems like they will continue to do the show every year. It's a nice way for fans to get together, and I hope that I can finally make it to one maybe next year. Let's see where the location will be. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I completed the Call of Duty Modern Warfare campaign, and I cannot think of enough good things to say about it. It probably would be my game of the year, which I can't believe I even said that. Hadn't Resident Evil 2 Remake came out this year. I just have a soft spot for Resident Evil 2. It was one of my favorite games and is of all time. I also started The Outer Worlds and I like everything I've done so far, but I'm only about 4 or 5 hours in. Excited to play more. My name is Brandon Rosie. you can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. I hope you all had a great week and keep on gaming.